Modi's presser that wasn't. Amit Shah is the friend we all need. One must hand it to the Prime Minister Narendra Modi. This is a leader who knows how to do things differently and leave the people of the country gobsmacked by his startling moves. On Friday, 17th May, Mr. Modi came out with one more zinger. He did a press conference without actually doing one. What was touted as Modi's first press conference in five years turned out to be merely an address to the assembled media people, more monkey bath than a question and answer session. He held forth on the greatness of Indian democracy, the pleasure he had out of the just-concluded election campaign and said he was convinced that the BJP would return to power with a thumping majority. Oh yes, questions were taken, but they were taken by party president Amit Shah while Modi sat quietly by his side with his hand on chin. A few reporters tried to address questions directly to the prime minister, but he smiled beningly and gestured to the trusted lieutenant who, it has to be said, did a good job of fielding the question. In truth, it was Amit Shah's press conference where Modi did the introduction and dispensed some general small talk. It could have been so much more though, it could have been an occasion to demolish the criticism regularly levelled against Modi that he only does scripted interviews with blind journalists. Since he did decide to cross the Rubicon and face a room full of media people in the final moment of his overlong election campaign, he could have shown us that he respects his accountability to the people of India and does not shy away from answering questions from the press. Crucially, it could have been an occasion to announce some definite disciplinary action against Pragya Thakur, a terror accused, the Maligao blast case and the BJP candidate in Bhopal, Lok Sabha seat who blithedly declared on 16th May that Mahatma Gandhi's assassin Naturam Godse was, is and would remain a Deshbhakt, a patriot. But all one got on the subject of Pragya Thakur was Amit Shah's unequivocal assertion that her candidature was the BJP's Satyagraha against a fake case of Bhagwa terror. Six people died in Maligao blast in 2008, all of them Muslims and Thakur is one out on bail for her alleged involvement in the case. The party had indeed sent a showcase notice to Pragya and two other BJP leaders for their comments extolling Godze, but they were required to respond to the notice within 10 days, by which time of course the election would be over and results would be out. But did we really expect Modi or his party to take stringent and summary action against Pragya Thakur? Expelling her would have been appropriate for her wild remark glorifying the killer of the father of the nation. In the last five years, the Prime Minister has made it a point to not react to toxic statement or act of abomination by members of his flock. Men have been lynched, hate speech has been spewed and communities sought to be divided and polarized. But Modi has mostly kept mum and let matters take their course. A known hate monger like Yogi Adityanath was made Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh. A union minister garlanded those accused in a case of lynching. He too wasn't asked to resign. This time, though Modi did break his silence and reacted to Pragya Thakur's noxious statement, after all, it is harder to ignore a slur on Mahatma Gandhi, especially when the final phase of election is yet to take place than it is to turn a blind eye to some calibrated hate mongering on the ground. The statement made by Gandhiji and Godze are terrible and wrong, Modi said to a news channel on Friday. Though she apologised, I will never forgive her. The question is, does it matter if Modi forgives Pragya Thakur or not? What matter is 
what he is going to do with the alleged lack of forgiveness towards Thakur. What the people of India wanted to hear was how would we punish her for airing her repellent views, for praising a killer, for de-ingrating the Mahatma and for standing the concept of nationalism on its head. What the Prime Minister offered instead was tepid declaration that condemned Thakur's statement but stopped short of condemning the person who made it. When Modi and the BJP's other top minds have brainwave of fielding Pragya Thakur as the party's Lok Sabha candidate from Bhopal, their game plan was clear. Thakur, an accused in Maligao blast of 2008, would shore up the Hindu votes by stringent appeal to Hindutva sentiments. It did not matter to Modi Shah combined that she was out on bail in a terror case and was an utterly cynical choice for a candidate. Neither did it matter that rooting her knocked the bottom of the Prime Minister's claim that he was tough on terror. Since the announcement of a candidature, Thakur has been free with poisonous harvest of throwaway comments. Among other things, she said that anti-terror squad chief Himan Karkare, who had died leading his men during the 2008 Mumbai terror attack, had really perished because she had cursed him. Karkare was gathering evidence against Thakur in Maligao case. The comments sparked widespread outrage as Karkare is a true martyr who died in the service of his country. The BJP distanced itself from Thakur's comment about Karkare just as it has distanced itself from the declaration that Kotse was a patriot, but it has stopped here, but it has stopped there. There are elements within the Sangh Parivar who would second Thakur's view of Godse as a hero. And that to that extent, the BJP is clearly happy to let her fire away while keeping up a front of condemning her outrages and evil statement in public. Make no mistake, the BJP is sticking with the candidate of its choice from Bhopal. The Modi's press conference wasn't was an affirmation of that.